Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Thursday, and we're previewing the tight ends. But before we get to that, I want to give a shout-out to a few of our friends here at Cheesehead TV, starting with, of course, our good friends over at Ticket King. You want to go get your tickets for Packers games, both home and away, at Ticket King. They've been in Wisconsin since 1992. They are local they're right up the road from Lambeau Field on Oneida. They will help home or away putting packages together, whether it's looking for a special place to tailgate, special group rates, everything you need as a Packers fan when you're talking about buying Packers tickets, you can do it with Ticket King. You can find a link to Ticket King in the description of this video, or you can utilize the Cheesehead TV app, use the schedule, you will find links to each individual game there. And then I want to give a shout out to our good friends over at the Packers Yearbook. That's right. Head to PackersYearbook.com and use promo code CHTV. That's CHTV for 10% off. The Packers Yearbook this year features Aaron Rodgers and Devondre Campbell on the cover. Promo code CHTV at PackersYearbook.com to get 10% off. You know you want to do it every year. They produce an outstanding yearbook that acts as a momentum. You can read it. You can use the pictures, put them on your fridge throughout the season. You can utilize it any which way you want. It's a phenomenal piece. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, we've been doing this for a number of years, and I love the product. I love the people behind it. PackersYearbook.com. Get yours. And in addition to the yearbook, you can also subscribe to the Game Day magazine. That's a new thing that they started, I believe, just last year, where you can have the actual program for every game that's at Lambeau delivered to your inbox the morning of the game. It's a little taste of home in your inbox each and every Sunday or Monday or whenever the hell they play the game. Make sure you check it out, PackersYearbook.com. And like I said, CHTV to get your 10% off. Um Hello to everybody in the comments. Good to see everybody mixing it up already. People already being snarky about the tight end position. And look, I I kind of get it. You know, you look at this group and it is a bit Island of Misfit Toys-esque, right? Like, you don't have a, a bona fide superstar in this group. There's no doubt about that. You do have a lot of disparate talent. Um, you got a lot of question marks as well. And if Aaron Rodgers talks about, you know, liking production over potential... I mean, you got one guy who's produced a lot in the NFL, but he's at the tail end of his career. And, of course, we all know who that is. That's Big Dog. That's right. It's Mercedes Lewis, who's entering his fifth season in Green Bay, but 17th in the NFL. That's kind of unheard of. And uh, Big Dog, he's obviously done it at a high level for a very long time. You don't really think of him as a receiver at this point in his career, but he did catch 23 of the 28 targets that went his way last year for an 82.1% catch percentage. That's pretty damn impressive. He's still a devastating blocker. There's no doubt about it. You do kind of know when he's on the field, it's probably a running play. But, you know, with Rodgers, it can always turn into a passing play at any moment. Still gets it done in the trenches. The man, I think, you know, could probably block well into his 50s if he chose to. I don't know about running routes and uh, all of that nonsense. But I think he could line up in line for a very long time and take on defensive ends and be perfectly happy. 
Um, of course, you'd be remiss if you didn't talk about two of his fumbles last year, one which was very costly in the playoff game. Got to work on that ball security there, old big dog. But uh, overall, you know what you're getting with big dog. You do wonder about father time. You do wonder if and when maybe something hits there. Maybe something slows down. But for the time being, the man sure looks like he can still get it done. The Packers will be counting on him to do just that in 2022. Speaking of 2022, who knows what uh, the future holds in store for Robert Tunyon, who obviously, as we all know, suffered that torn ACL back in week eight against the Cardinals. There are reports, two of them actually, that he will be ready for week one. Now, does that mean he'll be ready for camp? I'm not so sure, but um, I do know the kind of scuttlebutt, if you will, is that he should be good to go by the time the Packers take on the Vikings there in week one. Uh, He has 15 career touchdowns. Obviously, 11 of those were in his big breakout year back in 2020. Uh, I found this nugget kind of fascinating. He's the 10th Indiana State player ever to reach the NFL. I I just don't know why that surprised me, but it did. Uh, but obviously, hopefully, Tunyon hits the ground running in week one, gets back to that 2020 form. You never really know a guy coming off a major injury like that. Um, you look at our next guy, Josiah DeGuara, and, you know, he's coming off that ACL that he suffered in 2020. Sometimes it can take over a full year before this guy will really kind of hit another gear back to his old self, so to speak. Um, last season, DeGuara gave him 25 catches for 245 yards and two touchdowns. Um, he, you would think the Packers are going to try to utilize his versatility because he does do a lot of things well, but I don't think he does any one thing great. And that's where it's where I talk about the Island of Misfit Toys. It's how do you feature this guy? Where are you, other than taking short kind of stuff in the flat or tight end screens when they are very unexpected, which we saw he's taken a few of those for big gains, big plays, most notably that huge touchdown he had against Detroit in week 18. But outside of that, how do you get him more involved? How do you get him more involved in the vertical passing game? I hope we see a bit more of that because I do think he can be utilized that way. I do think he can give them something there. Um, But yeah, there's, I'm not going to say it's frustrating, but you do hope now with a full year under his belt after the injury that he can, you know, start week one producing right away, especially in a year where you're looking for guys to pick up the slack production-wise, sans Devante. Hopefully, DeGuara gets to be featured a little bit more. Then, of course, we have Tyler Davis, who, uh, you know, it seems to me, and I'm, I'm just not telling any tales out of school here, but sure seems like there's a bit of a Tyler Davis hype machine going on around the Packers content creator world. Uh, that's not, I'm not, I'm not, exempt from this i'm very excited about this kid but i read a couple of tight end preview series you know articles around the the more than one person has this guy getting more playing time than deguara in 2022 and i'm not sitting here saying it's not possible i'm not saying it's like it's never gonna happen but let's like slow down a little bit i mean i was just as excited as everybody else that big third down catch he had in baltimore but you know, come on now. Let's 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 see what happens in camp. Uh, let's see how he handles it. I know he absolutely was an exemplary blocker last year, uh, but this is a guy you know who was signed off the Colts practice squad. He was a sixth round choice by the Jaguars a few years ago. We're talking about a dude who had four catches for thirty five yards last year. 
All right. Let's, I think the hype machine needs to just, just I'm not saying he can't be great because I think he can, but let's let the camp hit before we start anointing anybody. Um, and then after the, the, the top four, I would say, we have a couple of guys who I think will be battling out for a position on the team, starting with Dominic Daphne, who clearly now has been in-house for a, a few years now and a former undrafted free agent out of Indiana State. Uh, dealt with a hip injury last year. He was put on IR early in the season, uh, then did come back and contribute, especially on special teams. He caught his first touchdown, his only touchdown, against the Bears back in 2020. Pretty special moment, obviously. Um, but Daphne, I think he's got to like ball out on teams. He's got to make his mark there. Uh, as do the other two gentlemen here, uh, starting with Elise Mack, who I've never ever in the history of my life doing any of this regarding Packers content creation, been more inundated with people sending me hype tweets, I guess you'd call them about a guy who's on his fifth NFL team. Like, look, I know he's Jack. There's no doubt about that. Um, you get really excited when you look at his physical presence, but this is a former seventh round pick, you know, and he's been on five teams. I mean, he was somewhat productive, somewhat productive there at Notre Dame, but it's not, I just, I, the hype in certain quarters around here is, is, is a mystery to me. Uh, and finally, we've, uh, we've got Eli Wolf, who is a, uh, undrafted free agent from Baltimore in 2020, spent a couple months with the Colts on their practice squad. Um, spent his final year in college at Georgia, but you know, it's hard to see a path forward to the roster, um, especially the 53, unless he completely balls out on special teams. I mean, that is obviously always going to be your one way ticket to at least the practice squad, if not the 53, but Eli Wolf definitely going to have to, uh, make his bones on teams as far as like how, Lafleur and company utilize the tight ends throughout the season. I mean, clearly you're you're really hoping that Tunyon is there week one. I do think because they have got to figure out ways of producing without Devonte in house, there are plenty. There should be plenty of opportunities for these guys. I am fascinated to see if Davis gets a little bit more run in the H back role that Deguara has um, to see if they can utilize him in that way. As far as like big dog goes, it's always going to be about trying to make sure that they're not able to just completely, they meaning the defense, completely tip off, you know, okay, well, big dog's in there. We know what they're doing. That's always going to be something they got to guard against. And clearly his domination of the line is always going to be the forefront of what you want to do with him. But make sure you're utilizing him in various ways, not always so obviously running behind him or just running in general. Um, but yeah, it's a mishmashed group. There's no denying that. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential, but we're going to have to see them get the work in here this summer at training camp because uh, there is a lot of work to be done. What's up, everybody in the comments? Good to see you all. Look at everyone hanging out. Before I dive into the comments, just a reminder, Another game of Packers trivia coming up live at the top of the hour at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 Central, here on the Cheesehead TV YouTube channel. Hope to see you all there. Kevin, thank you for the super chat. Appreciate it. Reattached, rewatched season one of True Detective and have decided to name Rogers to name Rogers the complicated fella king. Ooh, I like that. Not the yellow king, the complicated fella king. I like it, Kevin. I like where your head's at. 
Big Daddy Cool Breeze, what's up, man? Good to see you. Thank you for the super chat. And I think I saw you under another name in yesterday's Packers trivia. I need I need Big Daddy Cool Breeze back in the mix. Before Uncultured Barbarian can weigh in, BDCB's jam is Nina Simone. I loves you, Porgy. Wow. Wow, that's that's a deep cut right there. I like it, Big Daddy Cool Breeze. I like it a lot. Brandy asks a very good question. Besides Lewis's blocking, is there anything special regarding the tight end group? I would posit no, not really. I mean, I think there's talent there. I think there's promise there, potential, etc. But if you're talking about guys with special traits, special abilities, no. I mean, I think DeGuara has versatility, which you can utilize and probably hopefully take advantage of. Um, Tunyon has clearly shown that he can be productive in this offense. But as far as like special, like sets them apart from the rest of the league special, no. No, there's not. That doesn't mean you can't win with it. You can win a lot of games with it. But yeah, no. Special is definitely not a word you would use for most of any of these guys. William Sanders, what's up? Saunders, sorry. What's up, man? Thanks so much. AJ Vincent, you put it well. Run the ball. Like where your head's at. Give it to me. Give it all. Hmm. Want to tag Nags on tight end? It's a five. Fess up, buddy. What do I need to fess up about? What am I lying about? Fess up. Fess up would indicate that I'm telling a fib. I just said they're not special. What more do you need from me? Y'all crazy. Oz, good question. Over, under, how many tight end touchdowns this year? Eight. I'm going to go with eight. How's that? I don't know how they're going to be dispersed, so don't ask Ken Dog, what's up, man? Go, Pat, go. Tunyon was special in 2020. Gary, I think the production was special. No question about it. And he was um, utilized a little bit differently. Um, he didn't have to stay in line as much because he wasn't needing to help out a young tackle like Yash. You know, there were a number of times last year prior to his injury where he probably would have been more productive or been at least have been available more out more routes, et cetera. If he hadn't had to help so many times in line against some of the premier edge rushers that they were facing, you know, they went through that real tough stretch of uh, edge rushers where he and Lazard both had to do dirty work. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, can he produce? Yeah, I think so. Um, Clearly he tied a all time Packers touchdown record that year with 11. You know, tying Paul Kaufman. But if you look, I mean, you know, it's it's not telling tales out of school. You talk about special athletic traits for Tunyon. You know, you'd be hard-pressed to point to something in particular that sets him apart from the rest of the league. I think he's worked his ass off and he's become an excellent player. There's definitely, definitely ability there. There's no doubt about it. All I got to do is watch that season. Hopefully they get... They get back to uh, getting him down the seam, getting him off play action, some of those uh, post-corner routes. One thing that's uh, fun to note, well, maybe not fun, maybe frustrating is a better way to phrase it, from that record-setting season or record-tying season, he would have broke the record if Rodgers had hit him on either of the other plays where he was open. Uh, 
Rodgers actually hits him against Carolina, but he's under underthrown. Um, there's two plays in particular where Tunyon's got a guy beat by like two and a half steps, and Rodgers slightly underthrows the ball, and he has to slow up for it. Otherwise, he probably would have scored and essentially broken that record. I mean, you know, those are total nitpicks, obviously. But Tunyon, yeah, he was productive as hell that season. Hopefully, he gets back to that. Now, the big caveat, obviously, is he's coming off a major injury. And even if he is able to get out there week one, that is awfully fast to come back and expect to pick up right where you left off slash at a high level. I think there might be some time where he's got to get worked into, you know, playing shape, so to speak. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited to watch. Big Daddy Cool Breeze. Thanks again, buddy. All aboard the Jared Cook train. Man, that was a fun year, wasn't it? It was a fun catch. People don't remember, though. I mean, he was pretty inconsistent. I mean, yes, there were big catches and big moments, none bigger than that divisional playoff game. But there were certainly frustrating drops, and we've seen that continue since he's left Green Bay. So it's not like, you know, I don't think it's like you're missing out on a superstar. But he was productive, and he's clearly Rodgers, like, thrown to the guy. No doubt about that. Ed Pierce, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. Tip of the hat to Uncultured, a song for today is Scuttlebutt by Artie Shaw. I like it. I like it a lot. That, Artie Shaw, that's that's good old school right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was open a lot, so his speed, Tanya. Uh, no, I wouldn't call his speed special. Not in any way, shape, or form. I think he's a really good route runner, and he knows how to set guys up, and he knows how to use his hips and make guys think he's going one way and break the other. Knows when to sit down in space, in zone. That's what, you know, is pretty damn good about him. Uh, who won trivia yesterday? That's a good question, Doxon. I can't remember. Uh, if you go to the, go to the, uh, what do you call it? The video, still on the page, you'll see. Just fast forward to the end. Um, I don't think it was a regular. Somebody new. We had a lot of new players yesterday. That was fun. Although Big B was complaining. In happy hour. All you new players, Big B's not a fan. That's all I can say. Uh, which tight end has the best hands? Ooh, good question, Oz. I mean, Tunyon hardly ever drops anything. So, you know, I think they've all been pretty decent in that regard. Like I noted, uh, we were going through the players. I mean, Big Dog had an 89% catch rate. Um, but, yeah, I think Tunyon... I mean, I mean, we talk about it pretty much every training camp on the side, the, all the media members. It's like you never, ever see Tunyon drop a ball, like whether it's seven on seven, whether it's full go, whether it's drill work. Like he just doesn't drop it. So I'd probably go with Tunyon. If one more tight end can just stay healthy. I mean, Brandy, that's part of it too, right? Is they got us, like, if they could just get this full group working together for, I mean, you know, it's football, so people are going to get hurt. I understand, but if you could just not suffer a catastrophic injury just for one season, it'd be nice. Big Daddy Cool Breeze came in seventh in trivia yesterday. There you go. There you go. William Saunders, good to see you, buddy. What else we got here? What else we got? I see Big B is here. What's up, Big B? Oh, and Krista's here, former trivia champion. Uh, oh, Joe's taking us back to the offensive line discussion from a couple days ago. Newman or Ryan at right guard? 
I tell you what, that is a battle that I cannot wait to watch. Um, I wouldn't count out Newman, but I would not be surprised if Ryan makes a case here when the pads come on. Um, I really like Ryan's potential. There's no doubt about it. But Newman got a lot of valuable reps last year. I think that is one of the key battles in training camp to watch. No question about it. Um, If I had to guess, if I had to make a total blind guess, I think Ryan's going to win that job. Matt, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. First super chat in months. Happy to be back in football talk. Hope your summer is well. And I'm pulling for DeGuara for tight end one. Matt Pearson, tight end one, you say. I'd be surprised if you completely clearly overtook Tunyon. But I do hope he is more involved. As I said a little bit ago at the start of the stream, I do hope they utilize him a little bit more vertically because I do think he can really help them in that regard. And look, that tight end, that touchdown he had against the Vikings was so impressive. The way he kept that drive, that route alive, um, did a really good job of separating from the linebacker and staying alive for Rodgers. I mean, that's one of the most old school Rodgers plays we've seen in a long time. Um, reminded me a little bit of a play that Rodgers made against the Patriots back in 2014 in Lambeau. But um, yeah, that that's the stuff where you see it. The flashes are there. I just hope they are able to utilize it a little bit more going forward. No doubt about it. All right, buddy, I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Stick around. Join us for trivia at 6 o'clock. I hope to see you there. Get some bragging rights if you win. It's a lot of fun. It is just a good time. I hope you all get a chance to join us either today or anytime we're doing trivia in the next two weeks. Uh, In the meantime, please, please, please hit like on this video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go. (laughs) 